I loved it with all the Christmas shit around too. This is, this a, is an emergency a Christmas, Christmas emergency broadcast. broadcast. Uh, we're, we're grounding Santa. We're grounding the reindeers. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Situation Room Podcast live stream. The very last episode of 2021. Merry Christmas! I'm here with. Uh, Life partner, Matt Lee. What's up? Merry Christmas, everybody out there on both YouTube and Twitch <laughs> and Facebook and podcasts and podcasts out there everywhere you get them. What's up? Merry Christmas. Happy to be here. Thank you for being here uh, on Boxing Day, first day of Kwanzaa, right. etc. Thank you guys for being here. Make sure to hit the like button and the share button. Shared on all the platforms. What up, Twitch, as Matt said. Yeah. Uh, we got a good show for you guys today. You didn't think you were going to get a show day after Christmas, you know? What with all the boxes of Boxing Day. What is Boxing Day? I don't know. I think the Canadians invented it. Do they hold- To just, like, stay relevant, you know? Yeah, I know. The Canadians are always trying to stay relevant, trying to compete <laughs> with America's Christmas. Well, you know what? You're not special, Canada. Just because you-, you give everyone health care doesn't mean you get to have two Christmases. Greedy motherfuckers. Just because you gave the world Justin Bieber. Take him back. We're not interested. Um, But we have a really good show today. Uh, Journalist Arun Gupta is here and good friend. He is here, going to be with us for the hour. We also have a bonus episode right after this show for all the patrons. Uh, That's 15 extra minutes all about Donald Trump being once again incredibly anti-Semitic and using Israel as a weapon against the Jews, which seems (laughs) impossible, but he did it. Oh, it's possible. (laughs) He loves it. It's like his favorite thing to do. It's like blows people's minds with both pro-Israel and anti-Semitic comments combined. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a look at that uh, for those 15 minutes and for the patrons. And if you're not a patron yet, you know you can go to patreon.com slash room to become one. Two bucks, five bucks, ten bucks gets you a shout out during the fart song as always. Love that. Thank you to everyone. You know, it's been a year of almost a year of having the Patreon. And again, this show is not sponsored by anyone but you guys. It is ad free. A hundred percent. You just got to listen to me. Hawk all our wares every single week. So just thank you for people who've been able to do that. And if you haven't. It's a time to start right now. Mm-hmm. Why not get ready for 2022 and all the good bitching that's going to be happening on this show? All the all the amazing guests that we've brought you in the comics and the good stuff and all the hard work that I put into the show. And everyone, <laughs> and everyone puts into the show, but also Francesca mostly. But mostly me. It takes up her whole Sunday. <laughs> Usually, I'm golfing. It's like what I've gotten God. into. On Usually, Sundays. I golf. Well, actually, no. I started doing softball on Sundays. Really, Sundays are about me being me. You just have. <laughs> it's really wonderful. Uh huh. I, I mean, God, I, we don't have to get into what is the most essence of Matt is is me d- three screens uh-huh. on the couch. Yup. Ha- in like in the middle of nachos, yeah. like oh, that is that's the most. And that's today, the most Matt Lee. today it was a uh, Christmas uh, turkey leftovers, and I it was the happiest I've been in. Forever in a whole year, actually, <laughs> from yesterday, since yesterday, since or yesterday. the day before yesterday, yeah, yeah. which was also Christmas. Yeah, leftovers. that's right. Yeah, there was two. Well, no, the first the three two, happiest days two of your days year. ago was not leftovers. It was the actual dinner. Sure. Then yesterday was leftovers, and today was more leftovers. Amazing. But I ate all the leftovers, and now I'm sad. 
Um, we're going to be getting into also uh, a look back uh, on the life of Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who just passed away today. And so I thought it was important to take a look uh, at his legacy and talk a little bit about him. Also, um, something that uh, Trump did that wasn't disgusting and awful and egregious. So that stay tuned for sort of a very surprising heel turn from the former president and from our current president, a little bit of disrespect thrown his way on Christmas Eve. And finally, we're going to finish this all up with the highs and lows of the year 2021. What was your high? What was your low? Um, If you're an addict, that's probably not a great question. (laughs) I mean, I could tell you my highs and lows. I'm an addict. But I'm sober, so everything is everything's middles when you're sober. It's all, it's middle, all mids, baby. But it's mm. a good place to be. Get those mids. Um, but before I jump into everything, I do want to also remind you guys um, that we're going to be drawing for the raffle, that merchandise raffle, at the very end of the show. So to the, I believe, 10 people who entered, um, you're the 10 hottest people on the face of the earth. Hell that's, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. That's, that's what it is. I said it. Uh, for the rest of you, just thank you for supporting the show by buying some merchandise, vituationroom.com. Get your teas, get your totes, get your stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very cute, adorable. Get your fa- Frantifa merch. Thongs coming soon. They're not coming soon. You not should get never them, gonna though. happen. Do not want to see you should do thongs. My, my listeners and thongs. Not that I did just say you were the sexiest people. In, yeah, but put, on the you planet, put your money but where like, your mouth is, though. I want to see how sexy your listeners can get. <laughs> Will you stop? I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. You know, there's like one or two stalkers who are like, oh, I'll show you. I know. That's true. <laughs> you guys are not allowed. All right. Um, well, let me just get through these announcements. Yes. Um, finally, uh, on Sunday, January 9th at 8 o'clock, we'll be in San Francisco at Sketchfest with Alicia Garza and Nato Green. Get your tickets. Again, It is we're in the midst of Omicron, so I understand people are hesitant, but there will be Vax cards checked and masks worn throughout the entire show except by the people on stage but we will be very very far from you i mean we'll have microphones and everything so hopefully it'll be good uh then we'll take masks selfies afterwards and uh yeah i'm super excited for that live show um so um it's gonna be fun oh it's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good also, final announcement. If you aren't ready to be a patron, but you want to support this show, kick us a couple of bucks. You can do that on Venmo, TBR-Live, or Cash App, TBR-Live. Um, and thank you, everyone, who's, who has given this show just a little something, something, a little Christmas bonus, if you will. Um, and with that, let's get into what Matt and I are bitching about before I bring in our guests. This yes. is What Are You Bitching About? Um, Matt Lieb, what are you bitching about today? I'm bitching about um, movies, uh, specifically uh, length of movies. Mm. Is it illegal to make a fucking 90-minute movie now? Is it is it against the law? Is there a law that says movies must be two hours and 20 minutes long? Yeah. So long that you, number one, are going to miss some because you're going to go to the bathroom, okay? There's no way you're going to hold it for two hours and 20 minutes. And second of all, a movie so long that it doesn't matter if you validate parking. You're still paying for parking. In in my day, when you when I was little, you used to be able to go to a movie, done hour 25 minutes, you go straight to the parking lot. Guess and, what? Free parking. And like only like like 
aunties in their 70s had to go to the bathroom in the middle of movies. Right, right. Now you know it's I mean? everyone. Like, now it's like you're you're insane if you don't have to pee at least once. Seriously. During that two and a half hours. And it's, it's all superhero movies too. The real superheroes are the kids out there who are not taking a piss or shit while they're watching the movie. I mean, so we so we did see Spider-Man uh, No Way, no home. way home. And no I home. felt that throughout the whole movie. I oh, was yeah. like, how can I get home? Yeah. Because yeah. there is no There's way, no way home. out of this theater. Yeah, just a giant freaking pig pen mm-hmm. filled with piggies just just lapping up the slop. Lapping they up that it. Marvel slop. Oh, there's I, three I... Spider-Mans. There are three of them. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I don't give a shit. I'm sorry. I didn't like the movie, and I especially didn't like more Spider-Men. I get it. All oh, us do brand synergy all the time. I'll just make a movie about a guy doing a thing. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> you know, I'm tired of these movies about steal- multiple Spider-Mens. You're stealing what I was going to bitch about. Oh, was, um, I'm sorry. Because I ahead. was going to bitch about Spider-Man. But okay. I will bitch about something more general. Okay. More sort of in totality that like this time, I guess the, like what I thought the year, the end of the year 2021 would look like mm-hmm. was not this. Oh yeah. In any way. And and maybe that's my own um optimism. It, it, no, it's my optimism and stubbornness for wanting like actual change and accountability mm. for let's say I don't know the insurrection that opened this fucked up year. Mm. Uh and and not getting even that although we're sort of circling around it although we're just mostly just information gathering and I don't think we'll, we're actually going to hold anyone accountable. Yeah. Um beyond like a few, you know, low-level idiots who are now whatever complaining about bologna sandwiches in prison but it's just like (laughs) i also didn't think we'd be here politically after trump um with such a little democratic leadership you know Mm. with just like the entire democratic party being you know useless and impotent useless and impotent the leadership having no understanding of of the direness of this moment still blaming things on joe manchin or blaming things on progressives or blaming anybody but taking up the fucking responsibility themselves being handed this gift of like trump Trump is not only an open fascist, but he fucked up the pandemic. Can you do better? And it's been like, yes, it is good that the vaccine continued to roll out. But in terms of politically and sort of um, uh, like in terms of changing the entire paradigm that was ripe to be changed, it's like that. It's like the post Bush years where it's like we're so ripe to have our minds changed about so many fundamental things that were wrong about this country you know, the Bush years did that to us and four years of Trump plus the pandemic have done that to us. And you just got, you got, we give you Georgia democratic voters and then immigrants, people of color. And honestly, arguably Biden has delivered the least when it comes to immigrants and black Americans, just the least we don't have, we didn't abolish qualified immunity yet. Um, We've only continued deportations. And and not only that, just like there's no there's no leadership. There's no and we're going to talk about this a little bit le- uh, later, but there's no um almost even in rhetoric. Like I I am a sucker for like nice flowery language that sounds like you're moving in the right direction. We don't even have that shit, you know? Yeah. So I think we uh, should have all taken it as uh, a bad sign when um the $2,000 checks became $1,400 checks. <laughs> and they were like, well, technically, that's $2,000 total. 
that we should have been like, oh, fuck, they're going to screw us, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I know. They're not going to do it. They're anything. already going to backtrack yep. on, on those small promises. But then again, you know, I have like Ta-Nehisi Coates' words ringing in my ears, just like <laughs> he went on Democracy Now! during the election and was like, he was trying to explain why Joe Biden was a terrible choice for America. And then he just goes, Joe Biden shouldn't be president. Yeah. <laughs> just like have his voice like and Ta-Nehisi Coates is by no means like a lefty, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is what we got. We're going to talk a little bit more about the president. But uh, before we do, I want to bring in my next guest who uh, has a lot to bitch about always, uh, even though he is a foodie and knows where to eat in New York City um, and leads food tours of New York. Uh, he's also an investigative reporter. Please welcome Arun Gupta. Hey. hey. Back in the saddle again. Yes. Back in the saddle again. <laughs> it's been, you know, we were all together, the three of us, on election night. Was that? I, I was trying to think. Yeah. When 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 did yeah, we all do yeah, this together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, and 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 then it was like what two more weeks before we knew the results? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had that brief moment of celebration where we went out on the streets and like our long nat- national nightmare is over for <laughs> five. Oh minutes. yeah, that was a but what a five. Yeah, yeah it was a good yeah, five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then it's night, nightmare <laughs> on sixteen hundred Pennsylvania mm-hmm. two three four. What what are we up to now? Oh, you know? This is uh, I don't know two hundred is uh, every <laughs> every year. There's a new one. How long has America been around? Too, too long. <laughs> Arun, yeah. what what are you bitching about uh, from the epicenter of the Omicron over there in New York? Well, you know, I'm 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 officially a curmudgeon. So what aren't I bitching about? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm bitching about Joe Manchin. I'm bitching about my knees. Uh, I'm, bitching <laughs> about, I'm bitching about uh, Omicron. Uh, yep. But I want to bitch about movies too. Yes. And, uh, but first of all, you know, it's just like you never had to sit through Bollywood movies. My dad's <laughs> my dad's idea of culture was taking us to Bollywood movies. That's how he like uh, ingrained in us Indian culture. And Bollywood movies are minimum four hours oh long. Oh my god! And the plots are always the same. <laughs> it's, it's boy meets girl, boy gets girl, boy loses girl, boy or girl and or everyone's family dies because Hindus are obsessed with resurrection and death. And it was just like every movie's depressing. And yeah. they also break into song for no yeah. inexplicable reason about so a dozen it's, times. It's like an American rom-com plus music, but then everyone dies also. Yeah, yeah. Because it's about, <laughs> you know, the, this veil of tears and, you know, it's like Life is suffering and, you know, we have to be stoic and you're going to like die of cholera or dysentery <laughs> or or suddenly, you know, somehow like a gallon of cooking oil is going to mysteriously be poured on you. <laughs> I feel like that must like do something to a society that must help, though, because it's like an optimism, but cautious optimism, you know, like, ah, pick yourself up when your entire family has been killed by like, cooking oil. Yeah. Apparently. Versus yeah, yeah. like. American movies are like everything's just gonna magically work out because love. Yeah, everything you just said was exactly like uh, like every American movie, but then you added the fourth act of everyone dying from cooking oil, and I was like, yeah. that is different. <laughs> That's definitely different. Like everything else well, is Rogers and Hammerstein, and then you just add the entire family dying, and um, sounds you know I would say the Irish come close to that 
Irish Irish uh, <laughs> literature and, and is uh, is mostly everyone just dying. Sometimes there's love, but but at least they have whiskey. That's true. They have whiskey. <laughs> they do. Yeah. We we don't have whiskey though. I guess we have weed and opium. You know. Yeah, That's true. those are both good too. Though. Did you yeah. have to sit there through the entire yes. show? Like like this is going out to a theater and seeing Bollywood. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 This was my dad's idea of culture, and we were like, "Why is it so long?" It's it and it's like because people expect value for the money, which is what I think explains the Hollywood thing. Because now you have to like got, get a goddamn bank loan if you want to go to a movie. Seriously, <laughs> seriously, yeah. it's so expensive, and I still think I do think part of it is the parking cabal. I think they want it used to be free parking. It used to be it, it, three hours. <laughs> that validated is, that is three hours. Yeah, yeah. We get to a movie five minutes early. There's 30 minutes of commercial. I'm sorry. I'm done. This is the most <laughs> dad rant ever. I'm just sick of it. The business guy. <laughs> Have you been to one of these 4D movies where it like rains on you and there's smoke and thunder? Yes. And, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I want one with like the smell, like the the Sm- smells and the smell vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. It's- what was that? A uh, Groove Tube or Kentucky Fried Movie? Yeah, the, a Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah, I okay. I do think that they uh, have come close to Smell-O-Vision, though, with these new, what you're describing is like the Dolby experience or whatever, where they yeah, have like, yeah. Yeah, when something is shaking on camera, the, the chair yeah. shakes too. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I get, that's nice, but I don't oh, know. Oh, so it's yeah, not it the drug. No, that's a real thing, dude. I, I, oh. Oscar Isaac is okay. on screen and kissing somebody. I want you want to feel him like to be kissing me <laughs> yeah. in the theater as well. You know that the future, honestly, is just all of the seats are uh, pleasure bots. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. Are to we? Look at the stories of the week. Um, also, just generally, you know, I uh, hope everyone had a good Christmas if you celebrate, mm-hmm. and if you don't, I hope it was also wonderful. Um, for no other reason than it was Saturday. Um, and uh, let's go into things did happen this week. Uh, an in-depth New York Times investigation has found that America's air wars overseas um, uh, under Obama and ramped up under Trump have been vastly undercounting civilian deaths. Shocking. Um, which is a huge shame because up until this point, like, I really admired their work. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, uh, they're, they're a very moral army. Yeah. I love what they've done with wedding cards. <laughs> Damn. That's very good. Thousands of flights have been canceled around Christmas as Omicron spreads and infects airline workers, leaving us to wonder whether the miracle of COVID not spreading on flights might now be over, which means maybe Vax cars will finally be checked, which means we might finally get alcohol service back on the goddamn flight because mama needs her turbulence tonic. Okay, Mm -hmm. she really does. Biden uh, got a new dog named Commander because Great. someone in the White House has to lead. Oh, <laughs> nice. NASA launched, it launched a $10 billion web telescope into space so we might finally get images of a distant planet that actually spends $10 billion on eliminating hunger instead. Just incredible. Uh, and a new theory about the Capitol riots of January 6th says the National Guard wasn't called because the Secretary of Defense was afraid Trump would use it to take power. And that's based on testimony from the Secretary of Defense. So it's less of a theory and more what he fucking said. Oh, my God. Uh, For everything else, this is The Week Where. All right. So this was The Week Where. 
uh, on Christmas Eve, the president, Joe Biden, and his wife, Jill Biden, decided to take live calls from families who were calling into what's known as the North American Aerospace Defense Command Santa Tracker, uh, which follows the progresses of Santa's sleigh and teaches them about the surveillance state, obviously. Um, <laughs> before saying goodbye, though, one caller from Oregon named Jared Schmeck decided to boldly tell the president one final thing. Take a listen. That's right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry Christmas you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that is Jared Schmeck saying, let's go, Brandon, to the president. And instead of understanding what that meant, uh, Joe Biden just said, yep, let's go, Brandon. Bless his heart. Because I don't think anyone has explained to him that let's go, Brandon, is the stupid right wing it's code. Uh, code for fuck Biden mm -hmm. um, because they're so sly and Lauren Boebert put it on the back of a dress. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just, I, I don't know why he reacted like that. I mean, there's a number of reasons. It's because he, he didn't know. Yeah. Well, okay. He's either old, which mm -hmm. yeah, he is old. He didn't, he, I don't know, but n clearly no one's told him uh -huh. that this is what it means. And now do you guys think that's a good thing or is it I mean, something that can lead to this. I think maybe he's owning it. You yeah. Know, because he repeated it. He said, let's go, Brandon. Yeah. And it, it's, it's just like you'd have to be pretty clueless, which mm -hmm. Biden might be. Absolutely. To, to, to not have like read about it in the news. Yes. Uh, yes. It's in the lamestream media. Yeah. So clearly he's read about it. It's also the one of those things where if anyone's like, hey, let's go blank, in order to be like cordial and nice, be like, yeah, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I think he maybe heard about it once and then got distracted and bought a dog. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he, he completely forgot about it. And he took this nice call that was actually nice for the majority of it. And uh, it ends with a let's go, Brandon. And he's like, sure, let's go, Brandon, because he's a politician. and He's just going to agree. OK, so you just said something that, like, is true. In fact, Jared Schmeck, who honestly is the most on brand name, apparently the entire conversation was very nice. They right. talked about what his kids wanted for Christmas, mm -hmm. you know, what they were asking from Santa. And then he just throws in let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Uh because I think he is a piece of schmeck. Um, let's I, I, yeah. let's hang on. Let me let's read. He says, "You tell me what you think of him." After I, I explain okay. who what he says he's done. Uh, he says schmeck says he's not a trumper, but described himself as a free thinking American and follower of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Schmeck called his remark a joke and a reflection of his frustration with Biden's policies, including the federal vaccine mandate, inflation, and global supply chain problems that have caused shortages in consumer products. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're not a trumper. You just believe the things that trumpers generally. You're just say. very on brand, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now people yeah. got mad at Schleck or Schmeck, and so he was. <laughs> uh, so he defended himself. Uh, how do you think a guy like Schmeck would defend himself? Well, he said. I am now being attacked for utilizing my freedom of speech, adding that he's been receiving some vague but threatening phone calls since the Santa tracker call. Are they from Santa? 
<laughs> Listen, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're naughty. You're a naughty boy. You're getting coal or not getting coal. One of the two. Uh, so the snowflake has been the snowflake has been triggered. I love uh, uh, people saying I'm being attacked for my freedom of speech, and the attacks right. are just other people exercising their freedom of speech. It's like yeah. for, being attacked for freedom of speech is something that a state does. A state penalizes you or criminalizes you for speech right if people are just calling you a dickhead for doing something that they believe you're you know a dickhead for doing that's also freedom of speech that's kind of how that works uh but uh you know <laughs> I, I i don't think anyone should be you know threatening anyone i don't think anyone should be like uh you know sending death death threats or whatever but uh if everyone else is just saying hey fuck you schmeck um freedom of speech bro that's that's how it works no, oh, he's fuck, you, fuck your feelings. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck your feelings, yeah, Schmack. Fuck your feelings. But Schmack says he didn't mean anything by "Let's go, Brandon." He said, "I understand there's a vulgar meaning to let's go, Brandon,' but I'm not that simple-minded. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no matter how I feel about him, the 35-year-old father said Christmas morning he seems like a cordial guy. There's no animosity or anything like that. It was just merely an innocent jest to also express my God-given right to express my frustrations in a joking manner." I love him just like I love any other brother or sister. What? Brothers or sisters all the time have code words that mean fuck you, brother or sister. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, totally, mm-hmm. totally get it. That you, did your brother just say, let's go, Matt, a lot? No, uh, he just called me a bitch to yeah. my face and punched me a lot. <laughs> he didn't really need a code word. Uh, yeah, it's a good code word for fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good code word for fuck you is a fist. Um, it's, it's just, I think it's like this guy didn't know that that many people were going to see him after being like, after being treated nicely by Biden. Look, I'm going to defend Biden a little bit. He got, he was treated nicely. This guy's the president's answering questions Mm -hmm. and calls from little kids, uh, and their families gives this guy a bunch of time and then says, let's go Brandon probably just to see if he could get away with it. Yeah. And also he probably doesn't like Biden, but now he's kind of backtracking on it and being like, first of all, number one, it was my freedom of speech. And second of all, I'm a really good guy. I love Jesus and Jesus loves me. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. I want people to die because I don't believe in the vaccine, but you know, I love Jesus and I believe in telling the president to go fuck himself on Christmas Eve, but I love Jesus. Fuck you. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, uh, you know, he's, he's, it's a, it's, it's a bitch move for sure. Um, but I also look at it and I go like this guy uh, absolutely uh, did not expect to get the president on the line. And once he had him, he was like, do I do it? Do I do it? I mean, we've all been, you know, like in a position where we uh, are faced with the ability to say something. Yeah, to the person I, I, we've always wanted to say I screamed fuckerberg at Zuckerberg in Palo Alto. Once. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, so these things do happen, but uh, there are consequences for it. And, uh, you know, that's uh, right now. The consequences is uh, everyone knowing uh, Smek is uh, kind of a cunt. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, what, one of the things about this whole story, and I'm, I'm stealing this from the Twitter, that this is kind of a classic abuser situation. So mm-hmm. you have someone who engages in abusive behavior. He then claims it's a joke. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I'm the real victim. Here. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And then cycle repeats, yes. right? Yes. You know, how, well, how much more Trump? Trumpus, can you get them that? That's true. 100%. It's it's the victim complex complete, like, come full circle. How dare you get mad at me for saying fuck you? Um, <laughs> this is my freedom of speech. You, you have to give, like, Biden credit. Um, like, part of the, 
I think, benefit of, um, let's say, sort of the cognitive decline age is uh, not hearing anything is not really hearing anything as like an insult if it's coded. And so he gets to I'm sure that uh, someone was like, oh, Biden, did you know that that's a code for, you know, uh, for fuck you. You just reiterated a code for fuck you. And he was probably like, all right. (laughs) And then he ate ice cream and lived his life. Like, I, I, you know, that's. That's hell of a dis- defense mechanism. It's, it's not, not senility. Yeah, senility. All of our parents do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say there's a couple of comments I wanted to read. Mr. Frosty on Twitch says, I think he knows what it means, Biden. It was the best. It was the best way to grab it and toss it away. Maybe. Yeah, it's given, I think, him a lot of credit. I think. <laughs> I, I just don't. There's no way. He, like, he, he, he heard it at some point. But he mostly was just doing a nice guy thing and being like, ha ha, let's go, Brandon. Uh, Kay Gillette on YouTube says, I think it would be hilarious if he starts saying, let's go, Brandon himself. I do think so. I mean, <laughs> I also saw someone recommend that uh, he name his dog Brandon, which would have been great. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, it was one of the things that Trump was really good at was poison pilling stuff uh, that uh, people were trying to, like, you know, make fun of him uh, with. Like, he would just adopt it. And then everyone would just kind of stop using it because it was like, oh, man, now everyone's chanting it at, at his rallies. That's so, so true. He co-opted the shit he, out of it. He co-ops everything. Like fake news. Like fake news. Perfect example. Like he co-opted that and made it, uh, you know, a, a whole mean a whole other thing. Yeah. And so I feel the like. The establishment. Yeah, right. He always talking about, he said, the swamp, all that crap. He co-ops like, He all took language. all of Bernie's stuff too. Everything yeah. Bernie said, He as soon as Bernie was out in 2016, he was like, yep. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and of course, then, didn't know what he was saying either. Also in cognitive decline. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just, I think it's important to, uh, you know, to co-opt and poison pill uh, negative messages. Anyway, I hope. Joe Biden's fifis haven't been hurt, and I hope Schmeck. I think he's fine. <laughs> gets what is coming to him, um, whatever that is. Uh, I mean, I think a week of people knowing his name and uh, sending him dicks on the internet, and then moving I hope, on. I hope, he, I hope he gets sent all the dicks. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our next story. This was the week where. South African, Anglican, Archbishop, Nobel Laureate, and leader in the anti-apartheid movement of the 70s and 80s, Desmond Tutu died at the age of 90. He consistently called for justice in South Africa, but also nonviolence. And when the apartheid regime did finally fall, he was appointed by Nelson Mandela, President Nelson Mandela, to lead the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, um, saying that a wound can't heal unless it is cleaned. And that was the idea of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission was to actually look back at the crimes of the apartheid regime and also come to terms with them and heal from them. Um, Here he is just sort of explaining um, his his role in the anti-apartheid movement, what it was like then and um, what it was like under apartheid itself. And forgive the music on top of this. I didn't do it, and I didn't know how to remove it. You had these separate exits, but then you went onto the same street, and you breathed the same air, uh, and 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 it was it was crazy. But it, a lot of it was humiliating. Very many good things have happened. I mean, one is we're free. It was quite unbelievable how quickly it happened. I mean, it was, as they sometimes say, like greased lightning. I mean, 
One day, Nelson Mandela is in jail. The next day is out. Then you have negotiations. And hey, presto, we, we, we have a democracy. But I and the ANC are as opposed to black domination as we are to white domination. Imagine if we had chosen the path of retribution and revenge. Uh, our country would have been dust and ashes now. When, when you nurse a grudge, uh, your blood pressure shoots up and, and you feel it in your tum-tum. Uh, whereas when you forgive, uh, yeah, your blood pressure goes down and uh, you, you have a physical well-being that uh, reflects your spiritual well-being. So, so that uh, you can say uh, forgiving is good for your health. You feel it in your tum tum. Tum tum. So and adorable. Grease, grease lightning. Grease lightning. <laughs> presto. I mean, that's the other thing about Desmond Tutu. I've seen him speak a, a few times. I think once, once in New York in person, and like his humor is so apparent, and his like infectious laugh and his smile. It's like he's always smiling. You're like, yeah. This was someone who fought against apartheid and saw the ugliest side of lived in it, mm-hmm. saw the ugliest side of humanity um, and, and has that that sense of, of humor and mm-hmm. that sensibility. Yeah. No, he's uh, he, he was a, a sweet man who uh, was against apartheid everywhere, which I think uh, made him uh, very special in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, he obviously he spoke out up until even recently. He talked about like vaccine apartheid under COVID. Mm -hmm. He was talking about climate change. Um, He's got this great quote where he's like speaking to a bunch of students in Copenhagen. And he's like, if we don't do something about climate change, woo, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So hilarious. Um, He also spoke out against the Iraq war, which is, I believe, around the time I saw him. and I was like, oh, my God, there's like a living legend. Like, holy mm. shit. You know, he's done so much in his life. Um, and he did a number of things around the, against the war. He refused to share a stage with Tony Blair. He spoke out at the large anti-war demo on February 15th in New York. Um, and as recently as 2012, he was saying things like this. Bush Blair should face trial for the Iraq war. Yeah. Um, which is like insane. And, and I wanted to read more about about Tutu and what his his uh, comments then. He's like, those responsible for this suffering and loss of life should be treading the same path as some of their African and Asian peers mm, who have been made to answer for their actions in The Hague, sort of calling out that like, you know, the racism embedded in if you're a warmonger right. from the West, you get off. Yeah. And the hypocrisy and racism in the International Criminal Court. Yeah. Uh, He says leadership and morality are indivisible. Good leaders are the custodians of morality. The question isn't whether Saddam Hussein was good or bad or how many of his people he massacred. The point is is that Bush and Blair should not have allowed themselves to stoop to his immoral level. If it is acceptable for leaders to take drastic action on the basis of a lie without acknowledgement or an apology when they are found out, what should we teach our children? 
Good question. And I, I want to emphasize that point about Israel. You, you know, he, in fact, I believe said that Israeli apartheid was worse than South African apartheid. And he called for a global boycott yes. um, of Israel. So, you know, when we hear any like American politician praising him, uh, remember that they probably uh, had a hand in trying to make uh, B- the BDS movement boycott divestment sanctions illegal. illegal. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, he he was very much a, just a categorical uh, critic of injustice and really for justice. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 kind of like just a spirit. I mean, obviously, a spiritual leader since he's an archbishop and studied theology, uh, apparently based on like the first priest who actually like shook his mother or father's hand, I believe. But mm. he was a white priest and it was like the first time a white South African treated his family with respect Mm. and so that made him turn to theology because he was like there's this is greater obviously than race and i've never yeah i i hadn't had that experience um speaking of israel he he was so much uh in solidarity and against uh the occupation of palestine that he he visited east jerusalem in 2015 as recently as 2015 with former president jimmy carter uh and here is what he had to say it reminds me so much of what used to happen in South Africa, uh, where people were evicted from their homes and their homes were taken over by whites. Uh, and you would see someone say, you see that house? That used to be my home, but they are no longer allowed to be there. But the point is, that happened. And now freedom has come. South Africa and we want to say to you that uh, justice will prevail in your own situation as it has prevailed in other situations and that you should not give up hope uh, that you will be able to live securely in your homeland. Mm. Love that dude. I actually have something I want to bitch about in terms, not about Desmond Tutu, but in Mm -hmm. terms of how he's understood. Yeah. So here's the thing. He won the Nobel Peace Prize, right? But people don't understand the history of South Africa or don't understand who he was. You know, these great spiritual leaders like Gandhi, like Martin Luther King, like Desmond uh, Tutu were also brilliant political strategists. Mm -hmm. So Desmond Tutu was a leader of the United Democratic Front, which was a non violent movement in the 1980s. But it was basically the public face of the ANC. And the ANC had a military wing, Spear of the Nation, um, Kanto Wisizwi, that was carrying out guerrilla attacks. They were killing South African military and police. They were blowing up uh, uh, facilities, including oil facilities. There was a war going on. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, it's never about nonviolence or violence in terms of overthrowing an oppressive regime. It's both. And he was smart enough to understand that, that he had the moral standing to be the leader of the nonviolent movement but he was in alliance with the ANC that was leading an armed struggle right. against this racist fascist state. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and that always gets taken out of, I mean, yeah. And you even mentioned Gandhi, like the people who were in working and allied with Gandhi were ready to, 
take violence. I mean, to right. do violent acts. But there was. You there, know, there was there lots were. of violence. Yeah. The Indian National Army, thousands of British were killed. That gets mm-hmm. left out of the equation. And, you know, Martin Luther King was kind of clear he was had this loose alliance with Malcolm X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's never about one or the other. Totally. Yeah. And when whenever but, someone tries to make it a binary choice, oh, well, these people would get their freedom if they would just distance themselves from the violence. Yes. Trust that that person is upholding the status quo. That's what they're trying to do uh, through their rhetoric is just uphold the status quo, blame people for their own oppression by saying, well, if only you would uh, distance yourself from the people doing violence since you're not. I don't care if you're nonviolent, you will still continue to be oppressed. If only your resistance to this incredible violence were nonviolent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you only would achieve <laughs> everything. Yeah. If uh, only you would resist uh, by the specific means laid out to you by your oppressors. Yeah, that'd, right. be, that'd be great <laughs> yeah. if, if you could yeah, just do yeah. that. No, yeah. and it's interesting, though, because, yeah, in, in a lot of the, you know, there's there's instances where he intervened in, you know, violent action and he, that gets held up. And I think that in some way, it's safer characters like Desmond Tutu who allow movements to be massive, right? Yeah. And it's not always bad, but it is important, like you're saying, Arun, to like to not whitewash the militancy that mm-hmm. was always there and um, did, in fact, help to turn the tide uh, in South Africa. Just one of the struggles that like needs to be studied forever and ever and ever by leftists <laughs> and progressives and just like... Um, and is endlessly fascinating. And then my brain was blown when, you know, Naomi Klein's shock doctrine came out and you realized that the ANC economically was strapped with all these awful free trade deals and kind of, you know, austerity politics. And mm-hmm. they got completely while they're trying to birth a new nation that is a democracy and, and desegregated that they're getting hammered by, you know, finance and international capital. Um, so if you guys haven't actually read that, that book, it, it, you have to, it's one of the, uh, Naomi Klein's best. Um, anyway, RIP Desmond Tutu mm-hmm. and thank you for all of your work. And if only we could all be just a little bit like him, that'd be awesome. Um, speaking of someone who's completely not like, uh, the Archbishop Desmond Tutu, <laughs> not, would not even a, a close fingernail second. Not or a close second. not a, not a hangnail <laughs> of this right. person. Um, let's talk about Donald Trump. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, I see what you're saying. So this was the week where, uh, we know that someone's been switching up Trump's meds or like changing his diaper on time, mm-hmm. or maybe just the hands of this broken clock are set to like Christmas, you know, December. Yeah. Uh, but Trump is starting to make more sense, which is very upsetting. Uh, he's starting to especially aggressively push back on any anti-vax ideology and sentiment within his own base. So first he was at an event with Bill O'Reilly. Uh, the two of them obviously are, are doing this tour together. It's like, um, it's like that movie Space Cowboys, but for rapists and. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Trump was booed for speaking positively of the vaccine, uh, to which he took some offense. Take a look. Both the president and I are vaxxed. And uh, did you get the booster? Yes. I got it, too. Okay, so... Um, oh, don't, 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 no, no. That's all. It's a very tiny group of it. 
da 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 uh, okay, so this was he got he oh he got so mad he apparently was very upset that he got booed. I, it's it's wild to me because it's like at this point you'd think he would know that like what his base wants to hear is all anti-vax all the time. That's all they want to hear. Yeah. They, and and of course, which is something that he did to his base. He he made his yes. base skeptical of even the existence of coronavirus. Yes. Uh, if not, you know, just like made him skeptical of like how deadly it was like this is he actively did this because he was president and he didn't want to be blamed it's for a it. hoax it's, it's a hoax it's a hoax it's a democratic hoax the and china virus the chinese the, flu the china virus all that shit and so like for him now to be like why are people booing me when i say i'm vaccinated is like just isn't that the whole reaping sowing thing i think it's just narcissism yeah i I, you know that he's responsible for operation warp speed Mm -hmm. and and you know uh jared uh, didn't fuck it up like he fucked up everything else Mm -hmm. and so he he wants credit for it and and the thing about trump is he craves uh mainstream approval yeah right and this as much as he says he hates it well, of course, you know, it's, it's, it's like the, uh, little kid, uh, mm-hmm. who's, who, uh, doesn't want, uh, the parents' approval and is always then, uh, trying tricks to get it. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, so, but he wants credit and I think, Ultimately, his ego overrides everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I tend to be a structuralist, but with Trump, it's, it's really about his goddamn ego. There's no bigger s- structure it's, in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a structure. It's yeah. definitely, you're, you're so right. And it's also him not campaigning. I also think maybe his brain is like, just like a little less swollen from, you know, <laughs> just he's not in campaign mode. He's not stressed. So yeah. there's like, there's a little bit more breathing room there. So even I, I swear to God, even if it's about ego, he knew he was responsible for Operation Warp Speed when he was running for reelection. Mm-hmm. He fucking didn't didn't tout the vaccine or why people should get it. Right. Like, I mean, he was sort of when did it roll out? I guess it didn't roll out until the later in the year. So I guess he wasn't really in a position to right. sing its praises quite yet. So eh, maybe I'm wrong on this, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. like development, let's say. Um, and it continued during the week. Um because Trump was interviewed uh, by Candace Owens, you know, the notorious grifter mm-hmm. who I am certain is a Banksy long con. Uh, <laughs> she had she hosted a the Daily Callers podcast and Trump himself was her interview guest. And he was very much on one about a number of topics. Just take a look at this. Vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. And I came up with a vaccine, with three vaccines, mm. all are very, very good. Came up with three of them in less than nine months. It was supposed to take five to 12 years. And yeah, we more saved- people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah. under Joe Biden, right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year. So people are questioning how- Well, uh, no, the vaccine worked, but yeah. some people aren't taking it. The ones, the ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. But it's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form 
People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. What about they, the masking of children? That's, that's a big I, one for I think moms it's a right terrible now. thing. I don't like to see the kids with the masks on. They're sitting in school. They have a hard enough time sitting in school. It's like China. I've been it's, to China. Uh, well, and yet China's education system is a hell of a lot better than ours. You know what? They're rated number two or three, and we're rated number 44. Mm-hmm. But okay. masking children, I mean, no, that, it's bad. the way it looks, right? It doesn't look like a free country. Um, uh, I'm against it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. This is totally that meme on Twitter. Uh, worst guy you know says something that is correct, you know, or so, whatever oh, yeah. the fuck. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's, it is, uh, yeah, that's two things that he was. You I know. mean, is, is he trying to suck up to she or is there like, you yes. know, it's, oh no, you know what it is? It's mm. it, the, the China, China is behind his SPAC for his social media company, right? Uh, really? For what yeah. was it? Truth Social? Uh, yeah, whatever the hell, but it's apparently it's China money. So, you know, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what China money is. Well, then, I mean, that makes sense. Like Steve Bannon is like big on China money as well. Um, yeah. Like th- that. Oh, that's really funny. I'm hey, big on China money. Will that get me some? We're all I big would on. I love some China uh, money. Dude, dude. If, if that's what it takes to just get money, <laughs> dude, I'm big on China money. Let's get some China money, dude. I've been trying to. <laughs> I've been trying to start my own social media platform for a long time i've been trying to get that china money uh (laughs) it's just amazing to me to see candace owens like trying to corner him on something Uh around the vaccine and so she Mm -hmm. this is not the first time she's interrupted him twice in just that clip i showed you earlier in the interview she interrupts him again Mm -hmm. because she sort of sees that he's gonna go down the vaccines are real yeah 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 yeah. trying to keep him on brand she's trying to keep him on brand and it's so and he doesn't, and then he starts going off about the American education system being terrible. Like, what's happened? <laughs> all all correct stuff. It's funny too because you see him also with the vaccine stuff, kind of like wavering. He's trying to appeal to both, and he's going to end up appealing to neither. Which, like, for me, That's I'm true. like, oh shit, we might we might get lucky and. Uh, you know, um, not have Trump 2024. No, but that's exactly right. This is what I, someone re- replied to me on Twitter saying he's going to be reelected. No, I mean, no, because fucking, I don't know. Maybe there's like five people mm-hmm. who once Trump believed in the vaccine. I, I don't know. Th- those five people might matter, but I think the vast majority of his base will completely turn on him if he's pro-vax. I, I think it, to me it's more a sign of things to come. Like the idea that he is um, – because there was a time in which he like called the shots in terms of any narrative. He called the shots. Like you, whatever he said was – you know, that was it. That was the correct thing. Right. And now – He's kind of like created this like anti-vax monster, monster yeah. this anti, you know, uh, COVID is a conspiracy monster. And like he because he wants at the simultaneously wants credit for all the vaccines and he wants the um, freedom crowd. Yeah. Freedom. Do whatever you it. want. Uh, he's get, he might end up. Uh, yeah, I, he might. He's not going to get freedom shit. crowd is very it's like a slippery slope. between. They're the same crowd. I don't believe in mandates. I don't believe in the vaccine. Right. It's the same shit. You say you don't believe in mandates just to try to get out of taking the fucking vaccine. Right, right, right. But he's Are, not, he's not going to gain anybody who is like, oh, yay, he's pro-vaccine. Like, no no one's going to vote for him because he's pro-vaccine. So yeah, but 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 they'll they'll all overlook that. I mean, he's mm. he's going to be like he can be a brain damaged turnip by twenty twenty four. That's true. And and, and his his base <laughs> will will just be like he's just 
they don't care about the vaccine thing. He'll he'll be like, no, you know, Joe right. Biden or, or Kamala is going to, you know, lock you up in concentration camps and give you gender reassignment surgery and, and, and take your guns away and, and you know, have uh, Mexicans uh, make love to your Ford Bronco Ranger. Yeah, or whatever, right, right. I know? guess force feed you tacos. All I'm saying is that because he is sticking with this and this pro vax line, um, which is, you know, I think his responsibility, he should be doing it. But because he's sticking with it, it's showing like a little slip in kind of his, I don't know, um, his ability to be like his political savviness. Uh, the fact that he's not just giving the piggies what they want. Like that's been his whole thing is giving them what they want. The fact that he's not doing that. That's my- what I'm saying someone switched up his meds, but I do agree with you. I'm caught between your two opinions, which is it won't matter. They'll vote for him no matter what. And this could be the thing that undoes it. It's very funny. We talked about the moral leadership of Desmond Tutu, mm-hmm. who, but because – we haven't even talked about the morality and Matt, you're right. The morality is good. You yeah, should yeah, yeah. be encouraging people, yeah. even though you simultaneously say children shouldn't be masked because they don't spread it bullshit. Right, and right. you simultaneously take credit for making all of the uh, yeah, yeah, I made three. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a prediction that yeah. at some point at some point Trump's gonna be like no one even knew what vaccines were before I talked about them. Yeah, yeah. They, they, that's, they're, they're saying that no one even knew there were things called vaccines. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, yeah. so mad that Biden gets to take credit for this, even mm-hmm. though Biden exactly. won't even take the credit that is there. But yeah, even though Biden fucking gave him credit on a national stage just uh, days ago saying that this is thanks to Trump. Motherfucker. Oh. This guy... Go, this guy badmouths you left and right. This guy hates you. His base hates you. And you're going to give him credit? Mm. Okay, but Candace Owens has something to say because she, she as as Arun has predicted, is defending Lord and Savior. Uh, there's a reason Trump said all that. Uh, she said uh, on social media, people oftentimes forget that, like, how old Trump is. She said, <laughs> he comes from a generation. I've seen a lot of people who are older have the same perspective. Like they came from a time before TV, before internet, before being able to conduct independent research, just like a time before vaccines <laughs> <laughs> and everything they read to them was in a newspaper that was pitched to them. And they believed that that was a reality. Wow. I I love it because that's not defending him though. That's great. That is him going, that's her going. He's just really old and doesn't understand that Facebook exists now and tells us what to think. Like, and meanwhile, every one of us has like an 82 year old uncle mm-hmm. who, who who's like, you know, the earth's hollow and JFK is coming back. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There are people straight up drinking chlorine mm-hmm. in Dallas right now. Right. Yeah. They believe JFK Jr. is going to come back. So that's one excuse. And you're right. It's not that favorable, but it is very like, oh, he's just pop pops old, you yeah. know, but, but, yeah. but he's. I, I think she's going to still defend him. Of course. Then you've got what Matt was saying, which is someone who is turning on former President Donald Trump, and that is Mr. Alex Jones. Yes. is an emergency Christmas Day warning to President Trump. You are either completely ignorant about the so-called vaccine gene therapy that you helped ram through with Operation Warp Speed, or you're one of the most evil men who has ever lived to push this toxic poison on the public and to attack your constituents when they simply try to save their lives and the lives of others. 
We're about to lay out the basic incontrovertible facts that what you told Candace Owens just a few days ago is nothing but a raft of dirty lies. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it with all the Christmas shit around, too. This is is an emergency Christmas Christmas broadcast. broadcast. (laughs) Uh, We're we're grounding Santa. We're grounding the reindeers. (laughs) F-16s are through the sky right now. (laughs) Did you see the Czech uh, Air Force shot Santa down? (laughs) What? (laughs) Excuse me? And that they were le- apparently, apparently, it's it must be true because it was on the Twitter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. there, there's some video circulating of the Czech Air Force shooting down Santa because it's baby Jesus that gives the gifts, not Santa. And so it's this whole elaborate video. Oh, of these, we gotta these see this. Pilots scrambling and and <laughs> launching missiles and the, the you sled mean exploding, kind of to save Christmas. For Jesus, save it, save yes. it from yes. Santa. Yes, yes, yes. Damn. Honestly, though, because someone's got. We do know it. Santa is a transliteration away from <laughs> Satan. That is so true, dude. That is actually yeah. that's hella true. People don't think about that, but Santa is just Satan in and honestly, in that the, is it in is in the same clothing in the same clothing well, <laughs> because it's all red. You know, I know, I know. He's I got know. a list yeah. of children like Satan does. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's given people like presents, mm-hmm. making them materialist, temptation, temptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's greed. not milk he's drinking. It's adrenochrome. That's straight. Cum. Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, adrenochrome. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 adrenochrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just love the these two different reactions to Trump's newfound We'll see. We'll see who breaks first. We'll see if <laughs> yeah. Trump breaks first from his. I need to take credit for this. I mean, slash keep everybody safe, uh, but I don't give a shit about you. Right, keep right. you safe. I need to cre- take credit, or if the base will have the last laugh. I mean, Stay honestly, tuned. it's going to be interesting. I honestly, I think the base will break first before Trump does. Maybe. I mean, we could all be fucking safer and stop this. I'm sorry. I'm so mad. No, it would be nice. There's if- still only 62% of Americans have been vaccinated. There's there yeah. like what this this the data has not shifted. It, like it's been 60% for like 4 months now. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I figured maybe give cops vaccine guns and tell them everyone's black. Yeah, <laughs> that might actually work. <laughs> or we'll give them special glasses where mm-hmm. everyone looks black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like they already have those glasses. Yeah, it's called, it's called being white. <laughs> it's called the badge. Yeah, it's called the badge. Um, all right, you guys, we got to move well, on. We want them to shoot lots of white people, too. No, yeah, of oh, course. Sure. Mostly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, got, I got it. Yeah. Sci-fi. Playing with a drawer right now? Oh, sorry. I was playing with a drawer. Okay. Um, That's right. It lives. They live? Yeah. Uh, We're going to go to some comments. Captain Pollywog Vanderbeef, thank you so much for the super chat. That's so sweet of you. Writing, Biden needs to get on signing those executive orders or student loan debt. Cough, cough, cough. Yeah. He doesn't even need to sign the executive orders in order to get some of these this stuff done. Um by the way, everyone now is saying Santifa, which I wow. love. Hashtag Santifa. Hashtag Santifa. The Frantifa is down with Santifa. Santifa gives you all the best gifts. I like the beard is a mask. It's uh like I don't know. What what are what are Santifa's gifts? Like a bunch of like lefty biographies. Yeah, yeah. Um a I bunch think, of Molotov cocktails. Hammers. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Mm-hmm. 
all of AK presses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those pallets of bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turning up everywhere. Yeah, they, you know? they just laid around just in case yeah. something goes off. And tamales. At, at Santifa. And yeah. lots of tamales. Um, so, mm, yummy. Um, Roller Dragon, very on Brandon. Very true. On was, Brandon. It was on brand for him to not understand. Let's go, Brandon. Um, which, honest, I just want that to go away. Can we just, I, I, like, I don't want the let's go, Brandon thing to be a thing. Just shh. Maybe it's good that Biden didn't realize it was a thing. Yeah. Um, Gregory one one eight on on Twitch says the hypocrisy is staggering. I think on the tutu discussion of Desmond Tutu uh, in terms of probably referring to the Iraq War uh, and mm-hmm. the way that uh, yes, um, African and Asian um, war criminals are actually held accountable versus mm-hmm. Blair and Bush never held accountable. Right. Um, unprovoked violence on YouTube says we are all one humanity. Let's just party. Hell yeah. I think that's what Desmond Tutu is basically saying. Yeah. Um, on Trump fat guy named tiny on YouTube says a broken clock is right twice a day or like once a year. Yeah. It's a Christmas present. It's a great, yeah. Total Christmas present. Yeah. Um, and thank you guys so much once again for, for giving some cash, uh, on on uh, Patreon, on on TBR Live and TBR Dash Live on Venmo, we got to get into our final segment. Looking back on the year, mm. just a little rappy poo of everything that happened. So much happened, Love a and it this was simultaneously the slowest and yet the fastest year ever. I know the first two months were slow, and then the rest of it. I think maybe as soon as. Those fools stormed the Capitol. The entire year was just on like speed, just complete like fast forward. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Bud, bud Light Putsch, as I like to call it. Yeah. The, the, what did you say? Bud, the Bud Light Putsch? Yeah. The Bud Light Putsch. <laughs> it's very good. That's amazing. Oh. Uh, so this is, what were your highs and lows? I'm going to name some stuff. You tell me whether it was your high or low and anything else you want to add. So looking back on 2021, our last show of the year, let's talk about what were the highs and lows of this year. I'll name something. You tell me if it was a high or low or like pass or neither or whatever you guys want. Sure. Add your own if you'd like. Um, Rush Limbaugh dying. Oh, that was a high. Oh, awesome. That Real was high. so great. Definitely. High as Everest. Ooh, so high. Yeah. I remember where I was. Yeah. It's like that fool finally, mm-hmm. his throat cancer ate him alive. Oh, so good. <laughs> um, Let's see. The Delta variant. That was a mid for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, uh, it was bad, but I was like, nah, it's not so bad. It I was, want to say low, but we've kind of outdone it. That's what I'm saying. Now we're yeah. lower than that. I maybe, but I think it was pretty low because it was just when everyone was supposed to maybe get vaccinated. True, true, true. And but, if, I don't think it, we were even vaccinated yet. No, uh, Delta. We was, were. It, it was. It was the summer. Yeah, yeah. It was over the summer. Okay. When it was we, right. Yeah, and and because yeah. we had that uh, we had the, that nice one month summer where that's right. COVID was that's over. Right. The shortest hot girl summer. Yeah. It's our summer of freedom. Yeah, you know, with yeah. A br- brilliant marketing campaign mm-hmm. by Biden. Yeah, summer of freedom. I, but we didn't even make it to July 4th. We did not. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, all right. Delta is a low. Uh, Matt Gates getting into hot water for hiring 17-year-olds for sex via Venmo. That was pretty – That was. Uh, the, I would call that a high, but 
what's happened with that? Not much I yet. I know. It, How's he still walking around free? I don't know. Still coming down the pike. It, it is happening. Is it? I believe it is happening. Well, His like homeboy who is part of the scheme has definitely like turned on him, but turned on him a while ago. <laughs> the, wait, the best part is the best part of this story from the year is that Matt Gates wrote a letter to outgoing Trump being like, Please pardon me and my friend for hiring, yeah. <laughs> for paying teens yeah. to party for, with us because we're very cool. Yeah. Like for doing um, some sort of thing called child sex trafficking. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and, and having Bitcoin mining rigs in the government's office that blows out like the local electrical. Grid. I mean, oh, just. <laughs> Did he do that too? Uh, the, the friend, yeah, yeah, the friend yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, the Florida yeah. guy, the most Florida guy thing the most in the world, Florida man ever. Yeah, and that I'm is... going to say something, and and you guys are copyrighted, right? Because we're going to sue anyone if they steal this. But how is there not like a streaming show based on Matt Gates already? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would be like it's ten times worse and more hilarious than House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to give another uh, higher low, but the show Succession was my high, and mm. I feel like Matt Gates is like a character from Succession. Yeah, yeah. Just like the douchiest, dumbest, prip, like silver spoon idiot mm-hmm. who's like, you know you can't, you like, you should probably stop paying those girls. Why are you hanging out at high school? Why are you Venmoing for crimes? Yeah. Wait, who's the guy on um, Veep? It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Jonah? Barry Jonah. Jonah. It's very Barry Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The most and, Jonah. And, and I'm going to say like Succession's a low because I don't want to wait another goddamn year That's for episodes. I feel. That's how I feel. I'm like the fact that I have to wait a year. I'm like. This is fucking egregious. I I'm, I really fucked up and actually did something I never do, which is watch a whole show just like till the end of it, you know, until I'm all caught up. I never get caught up. Mm-hmm. I like didn't watch Game of Thrones for like two years after it was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so now I'm screwed. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm watching like any, I'm a fiend. I'm like, is there a new interview with yeah, one of yeah. the cast members? Like, uh. Yeah, she keeps trying to show me clips of interviews and I'm like, I don't love the show that much. I love, I was so upset. <laughs> Um, uh, let's see, uh, Bernie Sanders pictured in mittens folding his hands at the inauguration of, that was a low for me. Really? I mean, it was was a high. Yeah, (laughs) it was cute, but it it was for me, it was like, uh, salt in the wound, salt in the wound. That guy should be president. I feel like that's girl bosses. If girl boss is a 78 year old Jew from Brooklyn. (laughs) That is the most girl boss is a 78 year old Jew from Brooklyn. Socialist Jew. Socialist Jew from Brooklyn. That's my kind of girl boss. That's my kind of girl boss. Um, Let's see. Uh, Britney Spears being freed. Yeah, that's a high. That's a high. That's cool. I'm stoked. For now. For now. We'll see. For now. Like I said before, I hope she uses the freedom for good. She has. I mean, you know. She's releasing new music and she's like doing extra spins in her Instagram videos. I, You know what? I, I don't care what she does with her freedom. The fact that she's free is the good thing. I, what I'm afraid for is everyone else turning on her. And I'm I'm waiting for it. All, I'm waiting for all the Britney stands to turn on her. She's gonna she's gonna tweet about phrenology and that'll be it. <laughs> no. All right. Has anyone interviewed the Leave Britney Alone uh, kid? 
you know, whatever happened to him. Oh, Remember yes. the YouTube video? He, I, I he was- has been interviewed um, for Babs Gray and Tess Barker, these two comics who like help blow open essentially the, the conservatorship story. Yeah. And Babs has been on the show. They Toxic. have a podcast called Toxic. Right. And they do interview him. He's <laughs> great. And everyone was like, yeah, the making fun of him. And now history proved him right. He was right. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, Derek Chauvin being found guilty. That was a high. high. Oh, real, real high. That was like one of the the rare, like actual justice boners that I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the K two next to uh, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not done yet. What about um, Colin Powell dying? Uh, that, uh, that's uh, fucking war criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah up yeah, there. Yeah, Not yeah, as much yeah, as Rush Limbaugh yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like probably higher than Rush Limbaugh because Rush Limbaugh was just all talk, whereas Colin Powell when actually did, did war crimes. When did Rumsfeld die? Was it? Oh, that was this Hang year. Hang on. Oh, okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Donald oh, Rumsfeld oh, oh, dying. Oh, oh. That's a big old oh, yeah, high for me. That was great. Fuck that guy forever and ever and ever. Yeah. I hope he is burning in hell. Oh. Uh, which sucks because I don't. I know there is no hell. I know. So I'm like, I I hope he is just now a ghost haunted forever. Have I you guess- seen my list of torture techniques? I, okay, <laughs> I'm looking for my list of. Torture. I have unfinished business. He's just trying to waterboard, but the water just keeps going through people because it's ghost water. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever been at the Vince Lombardi rest stop on the Jersey Turnpike at 3 a.m.? <laughs> you said you'll believe in hell if you go there. <laughs> no, that is hell. That is literally <laughs> hell. That That's yeah. bad. I thought Port Authority in New York was bad, but uh, I guess that beats it. Mm, no. Culver City DMV. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Um, Netanyahu out of power. Yeah, that was a high. That was, that's, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. If he wasn't replaced by someone who was worse... I feel like it would have been more it would have been better. Yeah. It was just sort of a transfer of power. Um, yep. Withdrawing from Afghanistan. Yeah, that was actually a big high. That was one of my biggest highs of the year. That was one of my biggest highs, despite obviously the, the images coming out of it. Right. Despite like all the chaos that would have happened no matter what, if we, because we invaded a country and overthrew uh, everything. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go high and low on this one. Yeah. Because- High that we're out, but a low all the fucking liberals. We were just like five bombs away from freedom yeah, and, yes. and, and like what yeah. t-shirt contests. Yeah. You know? yeah. Would have gotten there. Yeah, that's true. The low was having to deal with the uh constant analysis from so-called uh liberals in the media. Uh yeah, that was a I was a low. I was an expected low. Betraying Afghanistan. Oh, God. Um, Facebook introducing the metaverse. High, dude. Low. (laughs) That is, honestly, Mark Zucky Fucky, I am so (laughs) down for your metaverse. I want to live inside of a universe you create in which vaccines aren't real. And uh, fucking all the memes don't make sense. Like living like, in like the Facebook, world we currently live in. Yeah, but I want to be inside of it though. 
I, I want to I want to say like uh, uh, Zucky on the hoverboard with the flag. Uh, that, that that's that's like uh, the hate fuck high. Yes, yes, no, that was that, a hate fuck high. That, that but, but like how that a high? No, that was a low for me. I a part well, of because me because it's died. so cringy and he's so died. oblivious yeah. as to how cringy it is. He made something that like I get why he did it on paper. That looks cool. But it's like the the fact that he made that look so dorky was incredible. Like that, the, there's nothing that there's that not, guy can't cool. ruin. It's not cool. It is cool to be if it were with any, a fucking American flag. Ugh. Well, listen, it should have been an ISIS okay. flag. Okay. We all can all agree on that. Similar, but like I'm just saying that whatever contraption he was writing, anyone else writing it, if Kelly Slater wrote that, you'd be like, that's the coolest guy in the world. Um, Andrew Yang losing his mayoral race. Uh, that was pretty fucking sick. That was like one of those things where I was like, "Good going, New York." I <laughs> and and I know that like they didn't end up. It's not Eric like, Adams is not great. Of course, they didn't end up like you know fucking. We rejected a tech fascist and just got a cop fascist. Which to me, though, like that, that, that gave me a little bit of hope because my big concern with, uh, like tech fascists is that they really will be taking everything over. And there's like, there's something, it's like the devil, you know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in like the cop fascist is less terrifying than the, the techno fascists that are going to be like cropping up in the next decade. Like those guys are going to be some real like real fascists like i'm talking about like eugenics fascists like yeah. those guys are going to be fucking scary no uh, it's just gonna be peter Thiel. like yes not, peter Thiel is actually one of the scariest human beings in the world and like we don't talk about that enough <laughs> don't look up the yes the- the the tech uh, tech uh, uh, the god Peter, yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah i, I yeah. just saw that today fucking incredible yeah. um yeah. kirsten cinema voting no on a 15 dollar minimum wage with a curtsy big low anything cinema is a low big low for me throw her to the lions mm-hmm. yeah seriously so bad we don't have enough lion throwing <laughs> <laughs> um Trump supporters storming the Capitol on January 6th. Mixed bag, high and low for me. <laughs> I'm honest. I'm going to be totally... I, I got to hear this one. It was high and low. Okay, so low, obviously, because I was like, this is fucking insane. And yes. like, you know, this is... I mean, I do believe in some of these institutions is like needing to be free from, uh, you know, uh, a giant crowd, a giant mob, right? At the same time, watching what was inevitably going to happen with this like Trump ideology actually like happen and, and them using that opportunity to just take selfies and stream (laughs) like using that opportunity to, to do nothing. They didn't do all they did was do, do an illegal act, but nothing fucking, they didn't do any. They didn't steal the Constitution. Well, I mean, it's they interesting. Fucking, like <laughs> they, they. That's because Nick Cage already stole it. Yeah, but I they mean, didn't know where it was. The the thing about January six for me mm-hmm. that was a little high. It was mostly awful, but sure. a little bit was like the like you said, the ultimate. You reap what you sow. Like mm-hmm. this is exactly what happens when you allow a fascist 
uh, former celebrity mm-hmm. to become president yeah. and just fucking run roughshod all yeah. over a, 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 a political establishment that's been inept. This is what happens. You get demagogued when you don't do anything, as right. John Stewart has said. Mm-hmm. It's like, and and yeah, man, this is this is what it was all leading to. Yeah. All your fucking bullshit. I mean, and from the liberals, it's like, for the Republicans, it's like, first of all, this is what it was leading to. From liberals, it was like, I don't know. Is he that bad? Well, can he do this? Oh, yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. Look at it. Like yeah. rub your fucking face in it, knocking on your goddamn door. You know, all you not just Mike Pence, mm-hmm. but Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, everybody. And you're and just like, ugh. Yeah. There was that guy who stole uh Pelosi's lectern. Yeah. Not the Constitution, but I, he, he I, was walking off with her lectern. I know, I know. And obviously, you know, you shouldn't do that. Waving to the camera. But but I guess what I'm what I'm saying is that like we heard you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It I was heard you. kind of it was awful, but like it wasn't kind of funny to none of you. It wasn't a little funny. Of course it was funny because it, it was like it, it's like, yeah, this is what happens when you don't it was clean out the mushrooms growing in the corner of your bathroom. And, and like, you you watch all of the right wing. When, you watch all of the right wing, like media figures, politicians, all like they unleashed a horde of Facebook fucking boat dads and they were like oh shit oh fuck yeah yeah even even fox news would knew it they were like that is so funny it is so funny and thank god that like you know uh it was minimal casualties obviously <laughs> Only five dead. Yeah, you know? I mean, I mean, but that's what's crazy about not calling the national guard is that, like, the the secretary of defense, mm-hmm. who, by the way, yeah. Trump shifted, put in charge mm-hmm. only a month or two before January, thinking he would be a loyalist, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So we basically have this guy to save. Was like, I'm not going to deploy the national guard because they might be sicked on lawmakers, right. not on the mob. Yeah. And that's the first time I've been like. Oh my God, he's right. Because what I really wanted to see was those fools get come tear gassed out of existence Mm -hmm. and like rubber bulleted or whatever. Or like, yes, one person did lose their life because that's what fucking happens when you storm the Capitol. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think it was five. Five people died. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, But you know what? Trump's going to learn from his mistake. And when he takes office in 2024, Jared is going to be the secretary. And he will do a great job. Jared, It'll be great. we're looking forward to your skinny ass, richy rich looking motherfucking ass, you know, wielding whatever power that you're too scared to wield. Does he He'll have never a get elected. Structure? No. His bone he's... structure is, is uh, it's weird because it's like a facsimile of a human skull. He, he is Uncanny Valley. Like he his is. face yeah. is the Uncanny Valley. All right. We got to, okay, really quick, just yes or no, high or low, striking workers, uh, like fight for their rights across the country. I mean, high. high. Yeah. Uh, Joe Manchin killing Build Back Better. Low. 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 Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian dating. High. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big high for me. Big high for me. Low. Low. No high. Low. Bizarre. Uh, Pete Davidson is the exact same. We both have. We are both half Irish, half Jewish. We're both comedians. And if it's possible for him 
it's possible for all of us. You, you want you want the internet to be like, why do I think Matt Lieb is attractive? <laughs> yeah. The best one was someone was like, Pete Davidson seems like the weed dealer who you feel safe around. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah, the weed. Oh, yeah, God. he's the Molly dealer with a heart. He is. Yeah. Christ. Um. Arun Gupta, thank you so much for joining us on the Bituation Room. Where can people follow you and find your work? I I'm all over the Twitters and the Facebooks. Uh, I write for Raw Story, Intercept, Nation in these times, uh, Yes Magazine. And how can we sign up for your um, food tours of New York? You gotta find me. It's through the Facebooks. Okay. You know. I'm not advertising. I don't want any goddamn Midwest tourists on my food tours. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody follow Arun on Twitter at Arun, uh, Arun Indy, uh, I-N-D-Y. Uh, and thank you so much. We're going to see you in the bonus episode in just three minutes. Hey. All right. Later, Arun. Uh, and thank you all for being here. Thank you, Matt Lieb. Everybody follow Matt Lieb on Twitter follow at me. Matt Lieb and on Instagram at Matt Lieb Jokes. At, at Matt Lieb Jokes. I need those Instagram followers. That's all I've ever wanted for Christmas. So go to Instagram and at Matt Lieb Jokes. Great. There's pictures and jokes. All right. And without further ado, including announcing the raffle winner of our merch raffle, getting my favorite books and a big old care package from yours truly. This is the fart song. Love it. Thank you to the new patrons at $10 or more, Tanya S. and Mr. K. That really means a lot to me. Um, everybody, up your Patreon to 10 bucks to get this shout-out. It helps support the show. Yes. And you get bonus episodes right to your ear and to your eyes. To the big tippers, we have Joseph L. Once again, thank you so much, Joseph. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and all the things. Thank you to the Super Chats, Kathy McIntyre, Gabby Mads, Narf Vader, uh, Katie Yusha, Captain Pollywog Vanderbeef, Laura Estrada, Ray, Ray Turner, a.k.a. The Bearded Dragon. You guys are wonderful. And for the raffle winner... Mr. Todd Roy. Oh. Todd Roy wins the raffle. Wow. One of the longest members of the Frantifa, just a shining bright star, I believe also a moderator on YouTube. Yeah. Um, give it up for Todd Roy. Thank you so much. I'm going to send those out to you, friend. And thank you guys uh, so much for just uh, taking photos of yourself and uh, being adorable. Um, you guys are great. We're going to be back here on next Sunday, January 2nd. We're going to be talking to three people who have the podcast Conspirituality, talking about the overlap between the spiritual community, the yoga community, the crystals, the wellness people. and the wellness people and things like QAnon. They've been tracking it for a long time. I've loved their work, so I know you're going to. And thanks, of course, to Ellie Hoffman, our producer, to Maximilian Inhoff, to Alexandra Orness. Um, and as always, fight the power, fuck the patriarchy, and don't just bitch about it. Be, Be about, about it. it. We'll see you in the new year. <laughs>